Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are doing amazing. Before we dive into today's episode, I have got some extra goodness to share with you. So you might be familiar with our Healthy Hormones for Women online six-week program, and many of you have joined that and sharing your awesome results and loving the meal plan, and we love hearing your feedback. And so we have an extra special bonus going on right now when you join us in the Healthy Hormones program. So right now, before March 1st, for anybody that enrolls in the program, we are offering some exclusive bonuses. So number one, I'm offering a exclusive masterclass specifically just for the women who join the Healthy Hormones program. So this masterclass will be held in March. You'll be sent out and emailed out all the details to come join us. It will be recorded as well. So if you can't make it live, you will be sent the recording. But this masterclass is going to be wonderful for all the participants who are in the hormone program. And I'm going to dive into the hormonals, Charlie's Angels, your thyroid, your estrogen, your cortisol, and really offer up some detox strategies and answer your top hormone questions. So it's a live masterclass and we get to connect and I'm really excited for it. And it's just going to be a little bonus that we offer that goes along with your six-week program. So it's going to be wonderful to join us on that masterclass. Come ask me your questions live. And of course, dive into the six-week program. And then another exclusive bonus, we are offering a seven-day high-fat, low-carb meal plan. So many of you have reached out asking about our Metabolic Reset program. And that's my 12-week fat loss program that we run online. And it's incredibly popular. And we do offer a high fat, low carb approach in that program. So a bunch of you have reached out and asking questions about that. And, you know, you were curious about joining the metabolic reset, but you weren't really sure about a high fat, low carb program. To be clear, it's a low carb, not a no carb. And it's just really strategizing with balancing out your fats and your proteins and your carbs in such a way that's supporting the thyroid, supporting estrogen dominance, and at the same time, really helping to balance blood sugar and cortisol. So supporting hormonal health, but at the same time, really assisting with weight loss. So we're offering a seven-day high-fat, low-carb meal plan along with the six-week program and the exclusive masterclass. So you can dive into that seven-day program, give the high-fat, low-carb meal plan a test drive, see how you like it, and report your feedback and let us know. And maybe you will love it and you'll want to join us in the Metabolic Reset 12-week program. So two amazing bonuses. It's a value of over $400 and we are gifting it to you guys all for free. And the Healthy Hormone Six-Week Program, it's typically $399 to join that program, but we are offering an epic savings and it's over 60% off. So come join us, 
six weeks. It's a go at your own pace, six week program, our exclusive hormone program that dives into adrenals and blood sugar and liver and gut health and thyroid health. We cover it all in that program. And then we're offering you the goodies. So come join us, head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash healthy hormones and join us before March 1st and you will get your exclusive bonuses and join me for a live masterclass. I'm really excited for it and really hoping that you'll come on board and dive in and really take control of your hormonal health. All right. So before we dive into our episode today, I wanted to chat really briefly about celery juice. And I feel it's really important to just talk about this, maybe debunk it a little bit. If you are unfamiliar with the celery juice craze, you might be familiar with the medical medium, Anthony William, and he's known as the medical medium because he speaks to spirit and he is not a nutritionist or a doctor or any type of medical practitioner of any sorts. He just speaks with spirit and this is how he gets his download of nutritional information, basically, and healing information. And he talks all about life-changing foods and supporting and detoxing your liver and your thyroid and all kinds of things. Now, don't get me wrong. The information that he puts out is pretty interesting. And I love his book, Life-Changing Foods. The information in there is pretty awesome about diving into different fruits and vegetables and just different foods in general and some of the amazing antioxidant and polyphenol compounds that these different foods have and how healing they can be for you. However... I do think that we should address the celery juice craze because there is this idea that drinking celery juice is basically going to be this cure-all for, you know, all your ailments. And back in 2017, during the summertime, I did drink the celery juice, not daily, but pretty regularly for a few months during the summer because it was warm outside and I have a hard time juicing fruits and vegetables and drinking cold juices during the wintertime. It's just too cold for my body. And I do feel that most people who live in a cold climate kind of feel the same way. Like it's, you really want warming foods. And if you're on just a strictly raw food diet, it can just be quite like bone chilling. And so that's why I really like warm soups and more warmer foods and during the fall and winter months. And so Anyhow, juicing during wintertime is just challenging for me. So I decided to take on the celery juice cleanse during the summer months. And don't get me wrong, it was great. I felt like I had some great energy. I wouldn't necessarily say that it was because of the celery juice. I eat a very clean and healthy organic diet as is. So I can definitely say that it helped to support digestion. I felt a little bit of an improvement with digestion and hydrochloric acid production. That's just what I experienced. Now, that's not to say that that's what everybody is going to experience, but there's been a lot of craze around celery juice specifically with healing autoimmune. And I think it's really important to address this because when I was sharing my journey about celery juice and incorporating celery juice as a part of my protocol... I had a lot of people reaching out and saying to me like, oh my God, like, did this heal you? Oh my God, like, did this change everything for you? And I feel it's really important to mention that no, it did not heal my autoimmunity. It did not heal my Hashimoto's. And there's not just one thing that's going to heal your autoimmune and your Hashimoto's. And sometimes if there's something that's too good to be true, well, 
it probably is. And especially in the health and wellness industry, there is not just one thing that's going to be the healer for you. With my autoimmunity and with my Hashimoto's, it's been numerous things. Sure, celery juice was part of that, but it was a very, very, very small part of my healing. It's the sleep, it's the stress, it's strategic supplementation, it's cutting out foods that are triggering and inflammatory for me and going on the AIP protocol, minimizing artificial light, being outside in nature, getting sunlight. These are all things that really improved my autoimmune and really helped me to heal. And it is not just celery juice. And this is just not really a warning, but just kind of an FYI for when you are seeing these types of things and crazes online. I really just want you to be conscious and recognize that, sure, maybe it might be helpful for you, but please don't put all your eggs in one basket thinking that it's going to be the one thing and the one healer that's going to miraculously make you better. It is a combination of things and we really can't forget the foundational things like managing our stress, our sleep, and eating a healthy, clean diet overall. So with the medical medium, I think that it's great that he is bringing a lot of sort of shining this really big light on like fruits and vegetables. I think that's wonderful. And many people have gone on his protocols and have felt tremendously better. But I'd also be really curious to see what these people were eating before going on the medical medium cleanses and and detoxes. And they were probably eating inflammatory foods and maybe not really good quality foods. And of course, if you switch over to fruits and vegetables, you're going to feel significantly better. And so I just really want everybody to take it with a grain of salt. And by all means, go ahead and test it out for yourself and see how you feel. I've included it in a few of my clients' protocols and have let them try it. And you know what? It doesn't work for everybody. I've had a client who like threw up quite, (laughs) what's the word, like horrendously from the celery juice. And that's because we ended up finding out that celery ended up being a food sensitivity for her. So it was a terrible idea. But at the same time, it also brought us to understanding why she was also experiencing a lot of digestive and stomach upset. And that's because she was using and making a lot of foods with celery in it and using celery in her broths and whatnot. And it just was such a triggering food for her. And so was really interesting that we, you know, found that out. And so I just really want you to be conscious of these things that you see online. And, you know, I think that at the end of the day, what works for one person is not going to work for everybody. And again, by all means, go ahead, try the celery juice, see if it works for yourself. But, you know, there are so many fruits and vegetables beyond just celery that is loaded with all the polyphenols and antioxidants that you'll get just from celery. And when you juice celery, you end up getting rid of all the fiber. And this goes for all green juices and fruit and vegetable juices, right? You're getting rid of the fiber and that's a really important part. So I'm not anti-juice. I'm not anti-celery. I just think that we just have to be a little bit more conscious about what we see online and recognize that 
there isn't just this one magic sort of bullet to heal everything. And that's my rant. I just wanted to say that because I got a lot of questions about my autoimmune and my Hashimoto's and if celery, you know, was really the game changer for me. And no, it definitely was not. Okay. So there was my rant. Let's move on and dive into our episode today. All right. So Let's dive into today's episode, which is going to be an awesome one because we're talking about herbs and I love using herbs for supporting women's health in my clinical practice. And of course, I've used many different types of herbs over the years. And I do think it's important to note that we really do have to take responsibility before we dive into this episode, because the last thing I want is for you to run out and buy every single herb that I mention and go on all of these supplements and spend all your money where you don't need to be spending it. And then trying these supplements two weeks later, they're not working. They're left in your cupboard and you know the deal. We've been through it, all of us, many, many times, myself included. So I just really want you to listen and understand how some of these herbs can really be beneficial. Some of them you probably have already at home, you know, in your fridge or on your kitchen counter, things like ginger, things like garlic that you're already using. But some of these are, you know, more specific to specific hormonal conditions and symptoms. And we're going to dive into that. And maybe you're also using them in a hormonal blend or combination supplement that maybe you're using right now. So I picked out top 10 herbs that I love, and there are so many more beyond this, but I probably could have recorded like a four-hour podcast diving into all things herbs. So I just want to really highlight some top 10 that I found some really wonderful results with, I'm using with my clients and with myself as well. And yeah, and just really be conscious about, like I said, you know, not feeling like you need to run out and buy all these supplements and just really be conscious of you know, and not running out and buying all these supplements. And at the same time, this podcast is just used as an education platform. We're not prescribing or giving dosing or anything like that. And giving you any type of treatment or cure. It's really just to provide you the information. And then from there, you can make a more educated choice about what works best for you. Okay, so let's dive in to the top 10 herbs, starting off with black cohosh, which you are probably familiar with. And this is kind of a twofer. What I mean is it's great for hormonal regulation, but it's also really great for treating rheumatic pain as well. So it's really wonderful for women's reproductive health. It's a hormone regulator, and it's been used to treat almost every condition related to the menstrual cycle from irregular periods to fibroids to infertility and, of course, menopause. This is really where we hear a lot about black cohosh is in menopause because it's been studied to really be effective in supporting and reducing hot flashes and mood swings that are often associated with menopause. But outside of menopause, it's also been shown to improve ovulation and fertility in women who are specifically taking Clomid. So if this is something that relates to you, perhaps it might be something that you want to try. And more often than not, actually, you will find black cohosh in a herbal combination. You can always supplement with it on its own, but you can often find it in a combination with other herbs and they're used synergistically to really support hormonal regulation and and the endocrine system. So black cohosh, that is at the top of the list. And it's 
also very anti-inflammatory, which is really great as well because it can reduce menstrual pain that you might get around like cramping and whatnot. And it can also help to reduce muscle pain by lowering hormonal levels. So it's really wonderful to use if you find that you have a lot of menstrual pain showing up, you know, right around your period. Okay. Herb number two is chaste tree also known as chase berry or more commonly vitex. So chase tree, very similar to black cohosh. It's considered, you know, one of the best herbs for regulating the hormones and it's used a lot with infertility and PMS and it works best when a specific hormone called prolactin is high. So if you've gotten your prolactin levels tested and you find that it's high, this is where Vitex might really come into play for you. So high prolactin can contribute to a variety of symptoms and conditions. So from breast pain to infertility to PMS and even amenorrhea. And so if these symptoms are present and if you find that you don't have a period or you have a very shortened luteal phase during your menstrual cycle, then Vitex is going to be really helpful for that. I find that you have to stay on it for quite long term. And this is typically the case with most herbs. You know, it's not going to work overnight. And specifically with Vitex, you want to remain on it for at least a good three to four months before you can see any difference. And so I would suggest in terms of not necessarily dosage, but like how you take it, you want to take it ideally first thing in the morning on an empty stomach so that it can really sort of speak to your pituitary gland. There's nothing else there for your body to kind of digest except just the Vitex. And it can really help to support prolactin levels and really help to support ovulation and any type of infertility. So love Chase Tree or Chase Berry or Vitex. There's so many different names for it. So it does work directly with your pituitary gland to help regulate estrogen and progesterone production. And this is why it sometimes can be a really great alternative to the birth control pill when it comes to easing PMS symptoms and menstrual issues. We spoke about all things birth control on episode 46 with Dr. Jolene Brighton. So definitely go back and listen to that if you haven't. You know, it's so unfortunate. So many women are going on the pill because they're using the pill to treat their menstrual pain or irregularity, and it's not doing that. The pill is not addressing the underlying root causes of why you're experiencing the pain. So perhaps trying Vitex, if you find you're having a lot of menstrual irregularity or PMS symptoms, Vitex might be that solution to really addressing some of this irregularities and help bring about hormonal regulation for you. Okay, herb number three is garlic. So not really known for treating hormonal imbalances per se, but it is really wonderful for treating high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and it has a ton of antibacterial properties to it. So if you're dealing with any kind of fungal issues or vaginitis, this is where garlic is going to be really, really wonderful. And oftentimes women will experience, you know, yeast infections and any type of like bacterial vaginosis that can often be caused by 
things like candida overgrowth. And this is where garlic is going to be really wonderful for you. You can take it internally, of course, but you can also insert it vaginally. And it's been shown in studies to really effectively treat both bacterial vaginosis and vaginal yeast infections caused by candida, which is awesome. And chronically, you know, garlic does help to reduce blood pressure and lower your total cholesterol levels and your LDL, your a lousy density lipoprotein or your low density lipoprotein. And so garlic is really wonderful. And again, you know, not something that's you're going to use to specifically treat hormonal imbalances like estrogen or progesterone per se, but it comes with so many wonderful anti-inflammatory and antibacterial properties. And when we have some underlying hormonal imbalances or gut issues and candida overgrowth, treating any type of bacterial infection or vaginosis naturally, that's the route that we want to go, right? So garlic might be really helpful for that. Okay. What do we got? Fourth up on the list, not third. So ginger, Great for colds and flus, indigestion, menstrual cramps, and even wonderful for arthritis because, of course, it has a lot of anti-inflammatory properties. It's really, I feel like, an undervalued herb that many people have in their kitchen, but they're not really using it from a medicinal standpoint. And so you can make a very strong ginger root tea just by boiling it and maybe even boiling it with some lemon and throwing in a little bit of honey afterwards. And we often do that at home. We'll just chop up some ginger, throw it into some water, boil it on the stove for a good 20 minutes, and then drink that as tea and just keep filling it up and keep putting water in there and keep boiling it throughout the day. And so again, just like the garlic, it's not something that's going to specifically treat hormonal imbalances. But if you have menstrual cramps, if you have nausea specifically from you know pregnancy and ginger is going to be a really wonderful natural alternative that you can use it's even wonderful if you've gone through chemotherapy or are going through chemotherapy and you have a lot of nausea going on then ginger will be really great for that and it's also really great for reducing pain that's associated with both osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis plus like I said, makes a great tea and it's wonderful for treating cold and flu symptoms and really warming up the body. I love adding ginger, like ground ginger to my smoothies during the winter time because it's again, very warming and it just warms up my body like from the inside out and I love it. Okay. Fifth up on the list is lavender. So this is great for anxiety, for depression, for really calming the body, and it can really be great for headaches as well. So kind of like the garlic and the ginger, not necessarily something that's going to specifically address imbalances, but if we do have underlying hormonal imbalances, there's a good chance that we may be suffering with more anxiety, more depression, more irritability, and maybe having, you know, restless sleep. And so this is where lavender comes in because it's has a really great gentle calming scent and you can put it onto your pillows and it can really help to promote a restful sleep. And research has shown that lavender is really effective at reducing generalized anxiety and depression, both when used as aromatherapy and even taken internally. So if you're taking it internally, you obviously want to make sure that you're using a really high quality lavender oil. And you can also find it in capsule form now too. It's also great for 
a bath if you're taking a hot bath and you can throw some lavender essential oil in there. It's great for both emotional and physical tension and even applied topically, it can really be a quick fix for headaches and migraines and even muscle pain. So if you find that you have a lot of cyclical headaches or migraines, or especially right around ovulation, this is where lavender might really come in and be beneficial for you. Okay, next up is turmeric. And again, not something that's addressing specifically hormonal imbalances, but it really is a magical and miraculous herb. And I feel like it's just impossible to list off all of the incredible things that turmeric can do. But the research has been conducted on the use of curcumin specifically. This is the main active plant chemical that's found in turmeric, and it can treat just numerous illnesses and diseases and symptoms. It's very anti-inflammatory, which is wonderful for treating arthritis or endometriosis or any type of chronic pain. If you're suffering with ulcerative colitis, it will be really wonderful for that. And it's you know something that you can use just in capsule form, of course, but you can also buy turmeric and I like to sprinkle it on my scrambled eggs, or I will often make like a turmeric latte and throw in some coconut oil or some coconut milk and some cinnamon and some collagen powder, you know, heat it all up and then whip it up in my blender. And it just is a wonderful latte and a very anti-inflammatory latte. So if you are experiencing a lot of menstrual cramps or endometriosis, this is where turmeric is going to be really, really helpful for you. And it's also really potent in antioxidants, which is great as well. And we want to get those antioxidants in because they will slow down the aging process and really help to improve skin health too, which is a huge bonus. Okay, next up is yarrow. I love this herb. It is wonderful for excess bleeding of any kind. And also if you have any kind of fibroids or endometriosis. So it's a really great herb for ensuring healthy flow of blood. So whether there is too much blood or even when the blood has congealed into clots, or maybe there's if there's benign growths like fibroids, for example, it can really stop excessive bleeding. So if you have excessive menstrual blood flow, this is going to be really helpful for you. And it can also help to break up stagnant blood and in the cases of menstrual clots, fibroids, and endometriosis. So I love it. It's a wonderful herb and you can find this in, I believe, capsule form. Normally I have used it in practice with my clients in tincture form. That's how I've typically used it. So I believe St. Francis has it. I think that's the one that I've used before. So I have a very light flow, but it's great. Like even if you cut yourself, you can really use it as almost like a poultice. It's really great that even if you cut yourself and you have like excessive bleeding, you can use yarrow to really help stop the bleeding until, you know, you can get to the hospital or something. So I've used it in that case and just, you know, with my clients who have, you know, very heavy menstrual flow, yarrow is going to be really, really wonderful for that. Okay. Next up on the list is ashwagandha. Absolutely love some ashwagandha and it's used in many adrenal complexes because it can help to reduce cortisol levels and it really helps to regulate your endocrine system. It can also help increase your libido and sexual arousal and it's also great during menopause. So why I really love it is because 
specifically with thyroid health, it can actually help to support conversion of T4 to T3. Now, ashwagandha is actually on the the no list when it comes to following an AIP protocol. So if, for example, in my case, I have autoimmune Hashimoto's and you want to avoid nightshades, and ashwagandha is on that list of foods to avoid. However, it can be very wonderful for thyroid health. So I do feel that you might have to play around with this herb a little bit. If you have Hashimoto's and you've been uncertain about using ashwagandha, I think that it's definitely worth a try. But at the same time, you know, maybe it's not something you want to stay on too long term and you kind of want to cycle off of it every now and again and see how you feel. But it's really great for supporting adrenal health and oftentimes adrenals is linked to low thyroid function. So you're kind of getting the best of both. It's supporting the thyroid and it's supporting the adrenal. So it's really one that I absolutely love. Okay. And then last up on the list is Romania. So not Romania, but Romania, R-E-H-M-A-N-N-I-A. And so this has been used, you know, dating back to 2000 years ago. And it is a beautiful herb that's been used in traditional Chinese medicine. And it's great for treating disorders that are related to the kidneys and to the adrenal glands. So it's known as a longevity herb, and it can really be a very cooling herb that has the ability to balance what Chinese medicine calls, you know, yin in the body. And so why I love it is because it's incredible for adrenal fatigue and just it's thought to, you know, nourish the blood and tonify sort of your like life force, like your chi, right? And I've even been told that it can reverse premature graying hair due to blood loss, which is interesting. Now, I do have some gray showing up and I've been on Romania, but not that, you know, long term. So I wonder... Maybe it'll reverse my graying hair if if I stay on a little bit longer, but I don't have issues with blood loss. So maybe that's why it wouldn't work for me. But I really, really love this herb because it's so great for supporting the adrenals, but more so supporting the adrenals that are impacted due to low thyroid function, actually hypo or hyperthyroidism. So it's, again, kind of like your ashwagandha where it's supporting both adrenal health, but also supporting thyroid health at the same time. So I really love it. And Mediherb is the brand that I absolutely love and have used their Romania. And I believe they also have the Romania Complex, which is a blend of other herbs as well. So definitely something to check out. And if you feel like maybe you need something to help support your stress and really support just more energy in the body and bring some more mental clarity, then this might be really the herb that you want to try out. And I really love Mediherb. It's also really great because it has anti-inflammatory properties as well. So I would give it a try and it's really, really great. All right. So those are the top 10 herbs that I absolutely love using for hormonal health. And I would love to hear from you guys. What are your favorite herbs? Are there ones that I didn't talk about? There are certain ones that are coming to mind right now, like rhodiola, which I absolutely love. Also really great for mental clarity and for focus and brain health and for energy and really great for adrenal health as well. So there's so many that are coming to mind. But again, like I said, it's hard to get into all of them. So these are the ones that I have found 
some really wonderful benefits with in my practice. Something else that I do want to point out is Clary Sage. This is a really great one and it helps to regulate estrogen levels. So it could lead to lighter periods if you find that you're having a lot of like a heavier flow and it can really help to reduce mood fluctuations and any type of menstrual cramp. So I'm Highly, highly suggest you go back to episode 10 that I did with Marisa Schneider, Schneider, I think that's how you say her name. We did an episode called Balancing Hormones with Essential Oils. And in that episode, she shared a really awesome recipe blend, an essential oil recipe blend with clary sage and lavender and bergamot. I can't remember what else is in there. I think geranium, ylang ylang. And the the recipe is up on the website. So if you go to holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 10, you can go to the show notes there and grab the recipe for that. But she shared this great combination of essential oils and clary sages in that blend. And I went and, you know, made up my own little blend. Actually, I think my girlfriend might have made it for me. And I've got it in my bathroom and I use it three to four days before I'm getting my period. And even when I do get my period, if I find I have a little bit of cramping going on, I swear to you, 30 minutes later, it knocks out those cramps. Like it has been wonderful. So I, I kind of rub it on the back of my neck and I also in just like a circular motion, just a few times I rub it around on my stomach and around where I might experience some ovulation pain, like right around my ovaries. So that's kind of where I rub it and I use it for a good few days leading up to my period. And then of course, like the first or second day of my period where I might experience a few more symptoms and maybe like, you know, feeling more fatigue and dealing with a little bit more cramping. If I'm going to experience it, it's going to be on that first or second day. So that oil I love, love, love it. And I highly suggest going to check out those show notes and making that recipe because it's literally been a lifesaver. And I'm not just saying that, but in my experience, it has worked really, really well for me. So I always have it on hand right around my cycle and uh, highly suggest you try it out. All right. So those are the herbs for today. If there are other ones you'd love me to dive into or chat about, let me know. Find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And of course, if there are other topics you'd love for me to dive into, let me know. We're always open to hearing your feedback and things you would love for us to dive into into this podcast. Thanks everybody for tuning in. I'm excited for those that are going to come join us in the Healthy Hormones six-week online program. It's going to be so incredibly informative. Plus we are offering you the bonus masterclass. Really excited to connect with you guys live and answer your questions and expand on the six week program by giving you the bonus class and getting you to dive into our seven day high fat, low carb meal plan. You guys are going to love it. The food's delicious. So come join us and you have any questions about anything, come find me over on Instagram at holistic wellness foodie. I'm happy to answer your questions. All right, everybody have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in and I'll chat with you all next week.